What's up, everybody? This is your man, Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And together we are Team, Team Ryoni. Ryoni. And this is the 1111 Podcast. A little bit about ourselves. I'm from Florida. And I'm from Tennessee. We both attended HBCUs. And that connection brought us together. If it wasn't obvious by now, we're a couple. A couple with uh, strong opinions. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> no, seriously, though. We're here to talk about any and everything. We hear and we see a lot. And we just want to speak our thoughts. That's right. We'll be speaking on things we love, like music and all the crazy things happening in the media. And don't forget, we set the mood for the people. That's where we get serious, goofy, or even a little freaky. <laughs> freaky, huh? I said what I said. Oh, all right. So sit back. Chill out. And enjoy this episode of the, the 1111 podcast. podcast. It's season two, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Welcome, Welcome back. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> All right, yeah, so. Good way to start off. Let's just start off like we always do. Yeah. Music. Well, right, music. Make you lose control. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to. I, I know. It's a new season. New season, new thing. But there's some things, if it's broke, if it's not broke, why fix it? Okay, so a lot of good music came out, y'all, while we was, uh. Taking some breaks. On this hiatus, is that what they call it? Yeah, sure. Sabbatical, is that the right word? Sabbatical means we went through like an emotional, spiritual journey. So yeah, we'll call it a sabbatical, I guess is what to call it. <laughs> uh, Anywho. First things first, Tory Lanez. Chicks tapes. Five. 11 out of 11. She gives it 11 out of 11. I give it 11 out of 11. <laughs> 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 we... We collective. Yeah. Right. Give it 11 so, out of 11. Hey, man, uh, what was the first track I heard? That Jerry Sprunger. I mean, you can't really go wrong with T Pain. You can't. T Pain never misses. And well, especially with the I'm Sprung sample and getting T Pain. Well, he, first of all, he, he got, got everybody on their own samples. Yeah. So, like, first of all, I'm going to say, Tory Lanez, you are a genius because you were like, I'm not doing no type of, uh, I ain't getting no lawsuits. Because, nigga, you can't say that I sampled your shit without your permission because you're on it. Right. <laughs> I mean, most people get permission regardless anyway, but... Not Robin Thicke. <laughs> it's... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 nah, it's fine. Yeah. No, but if y'all haven't heard Chick's Tapes, I'm serious. I don't care who you are. You don't even have to be a Tory Lanez fan because I don't consider myself a Tory Lanez, like, stan or anything. So what, what, what's considered a fan? I mean... What, what, at what level... Do you actually become a fan? Like, when you actually keep up with, oh, this artist is coming out with a new... I'll consider you a fan if you can name more than, like, just their mainstream music. You gotta be able to name, like, shit off the album that nobody... Like, you had to listen to the album to know what it is. Because with Tory Lanez, the only thing I can really think of is Talk To Me and uh, Say It, Do It. Oh yeah, you have to do. Yeah, I know more. I just can't think of the names because it's a lot of music. Yeah, um, but I I think I would consider myself a fan. Yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm, but I'm like close. I don't think he's terrible. I think he makes good music. It's just not somebody I keep up with. But uh-huh. Chick's tapes was amazing. Yeah, all, all of the Chick's tapes, I've been I've been pretty good. Oh, this wasn't um, the first one. This is five. 
See, I know it was called that, but I didn't realize that it actually literally been. Literally the fifth one. Yeah. Oh, so now I got to go back and listen to the others. <laughs> right. Uh, What else came out, man? Your, uh, your mans. That ain't my mans. That's yours. <laughs> your mans. E-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-
he uh, he shown some growth, and I feel like I can hear it Did in I his music that? too. I don't think I watched that. Probably so. not. Like he just kind of talked about. I mean, his hurt basically. Wale's just a dude with a lot of emotions, yeah, I mean, and he just had to learn how to like. The red table talk is the place to do it. <laughs> Side eye, um, but yeah, but you know, shout out to Wale. I'm still glad that you out here making good music. You're still flyer than the rest of them, even with your Nike boots, Wale. <laughs> I don't think that's the first song I heard from him. Uh, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't that. Because I don't. When well, you told me that, I didn't even realized I was fly it in the rest of them. Fly yeah. it in the rest of them. Fly it in the rest. I still got my Nike. Boots yeah, I probably on. wasn't listening to that. More <laughs> than likely, you weren't. <laughs> that that sounded like when I was heavy on Lil Wayne or something. What year was it? Yeah, probably like oh seven or eight. Yeah, definitely. All all the droughts. I mean, I was tapes. I was heavy on Wayne too, but I was also me and my friends was listening to Tiger when he was with Decadence and Yeah, I never really cared for Tiger. Tiger was much better with Decadence. Once he got to Young Money, he was trash. Mm. I forgot he went to somebody else in between there though. That's beside the point. Right. Uh, what are we doing next? We got what's uh Alicia Keys got a new song. Uh, yeah, it's new. Well, it's a remix. Um, well, see, the, the crazy part is she got it's, it's a, not Alicia Keys song. I it is think. Alicia Keys song. Okay. Uh, with Twenty One Savage featuring T One Savage, but I liked the original. It's her and Miguel. Uh, oh. It's just her and Miguel on the song. But I thought Miguel's on the remix too. He is on the remix. Okay. But I'm saying the original song. It's just Alicia Keys and Miguel. And I liked it. I was like, this is jamming. Like, nobody listening to it. And then 21 Savage got on it. And it's the best thing ever <laughs> that everybody heard. But it's really just the same song with a 21 Savage verse on it. Uh, That's how I felt about Till the End of Time with Beyonce when she jumped on Justin Timberlake's song. As much as I love Beyonce, she wasn't necessary. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. But that song is kind of loud, man. Show Me Love, <laughs> A Keys. You know, the whole natural, no makeup stuff. They out there singing. The home wrecker. <laughs> She'll never be the same. She lost her black girl magic. She almost as bad as Raven Simone. Uh, really? You think so? I think so. Because uh. just think about, think about Alicia Keys once that whole shit went down with her and uh, Swiss Beats. Something just switched. Because Alicia Keys was like hot. I loved me some Alicia Keys. And kind of around that same time, she just kind of went pew. She didn't like, but <clears throat> she definitely kind of got knocked down a couple notches. Mm. And it was just something, because that's when she did like some live performance. I remember and like her voice was going out. It just, yeah, I do. It yeah. just wasn't good. I do remember that. Yeah. And I remember watching it. That's when my mama was like, see, this is why you don't mess with Mary Man. God don't like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's why you'll lose your voice. Black girl magic is real, and if you look at Stacey Dash and look mm-hmm. at Raven Simone, they mm-hmm. are proof that there is just some things that you can't do. Cause God will strip that black girl magic from you. Poof, be gone. Oh, out of here. Spitting lyrics. Um, I'm a real lyricist. Somebody put me on the track. Anyways, last <laughs> album. Um, it's cuffing season. Cuffing season's here. Um, Eric Bellinger. You cuffing know season you three. <laughs> Oh yes, a couple of seasons three. Look, Eric Bellinger, like he's underrated and not he's like underrated and not underrated at the same time. Because he's internationally he's like like he gets if you look on his um views or listens on Spotify and stuff, it's in like the twenty millions, thirty millions. Like mm. people are on him 
Just he's just not popping here. And yeah, he's just not, and I. And to be, I guess that's just fine. But I mean, <laughs> I think it's his his sound. When you listen to like what our sound is here, and listen to Eric Bellinger, he doesn't fit in with what's mainstream right now. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of R and B does it. To be honest, um, no, I think some does. This one just does it. Like what? I mean, think of Eric Bellinger music and compare it to somebody who's popular right now. I mean, yeah, give me a popular R and B artist right now. Oh, R&B. Yeah. There's not any. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> don't, people don't care about R&B like that. Well, the media doesn't care about yeah, R&B it's not, like it's that. Not, because, it's not what's being pushed right there's now. Because there's plenty of people like R&B dying and all this stuff. No, it's not. You're it's not, not dying. You're not it's listening just, to the right people. Like, it's, it's just not, not the wave at the moment. Yeah, it's not being pushed out like that. You know what I'm saying? There's, the there's wave right plenty. now is more like, I feel like it's really more like self-love, like Lizzo shit. Yeah. Cause you're not really hearing a lot of like rappers and killing and well, all we're that. not listening to all that. No, 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 we're listening, but I feel like it's not. Again, it's also not mainstream. Cause mainstream to me is something that you're gonna hear anywhere you go. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, yeah, not necessarily mainstream, but it's out there. Like, I mean, yeah, all the littles and the the, the, the youngs, cute, the youngs and, the, and the, yeah, the colorful hair. No, whatever. Takashi is is no, somewhere. It's, it's more than just him. Oh, <laughs> you, got, you got blue hair out there somewhere. You got blue face. All the uh, Tatiana. No, <laughs> I was a bit literally blue hair. I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't being an old dude not knowing what to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got what's up? The blue tone. Uh, what's the cheek face? What is yeah. uh <laughs> purple lips? Something. Uh, but yeah, you got you got plenty of them young jits out there. Mm, okay that they loving so as always we would also like to know what you guys are listening to we love new music so if there's anything that you feel like oh y'all gotta get on this yeah tell us and we'll yeah, we'll review it 11 out of 11 that's the that's the that's the, uh, the goal yeah well that's that's our rating scale let's say that 11 but the goal 11. i mean you want to give us something that we'll give an 11 out of 11 oh what well, yeah i guess but i mean it's not you ain't gonna get no money off of it or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that make that clear. <laughs> right, right. Alright. Media madness. Media madness. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea about me. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to hide. Uh-huh. I want the world to see. Woo! BCU nine in a row. <laughs> hey, look, man, Florida Classic 2019 just happened. Bethune Cookman just wrote Florida AM again for the ninth time in a row. I just want to start off my week by saying that because, I mean, I feel like y'all deserve this L yeah. <laughs> that we give y'all every for year. I mean, um, you know, personally for me, I appreciate it because, you know, going to TSU fam is also kind of some people that get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> so I appreciate yeah, man. being able to, because my God, the last thing film people need is something else to fucking brag about. Oh, it don't matter. They got their history. They're going to talk about their history. And, that's all film ever and, does. You know, they always talk about what up. happened in 1826. Right. Like, <laughs> no, like, even though I don't brought up, because, you know, we have, we've played games since like 1925 uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, those are just games. All right. History. Mm-hmm. The Florida Classic. Yeah. That started in 1978. Uh-huh. 
78 uh-huh. is when the classic started. I don't think they heard you. Know, you. Not, they're not going to hear me. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're listening. They're going to listen to respond. Y'all not ready to talk about that. <laughs> y'all not ready to talk about <laughs> Right now, in a, in, from the classic, 78 on, the record's 2119 fam. They got it. However. However. Comma, but. <laughs> we have the longest winning streak right now with nine. KK. From the classic starting in 78. Because somebody's going to bring up, yeah, man, look, should we beat y'all 25 times or whatever in the beginning? All this time. Yeah, but you. We're talking about the Florida classic. Right. We're, we're, we're talking, we're talking about, about the Florida classic. And we're not talking about a time when the school just started. Like, the school just got some dudes there probably. Yeah. Off the street. Like, nah, I ain't going to say off the street. That's, that's completely wrong. That but, is wrong. <laughs> but still, I get you. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? There's some dudes, they, they probably just begged to be on a football team because they're just trying to get it started. Like, when did men start being, like, coming to Cookman? 1923 okay. or 24. Somewhere now. All right, cool. Because the first game was 25, I believe. Okay, that makes sense. I could be a year or two off or yeah, something. Yeah, but close enough. All right, yeah. we get it. Um, But, yeah, so they, they beat us, you know, a lot of times then. But, like. Fam, all they have to hold on is history. Like, they're right. banned. Yeah, like. They're, the Marching 100 will never be. Ever. Not, yeah, not the same. They're not going to no, be the same again. No, not at all. That 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 halftime performance. Oh, halftime. Y'all halftime was trash. It was. Like, I give credit where credit due. All right. Cause I mean I, I like fam as a band, you know. I, yeah, uh, liked ED <laughs> past tense. But uh, well, what y'all did that was that was pretty trash. Yeah, I mean I do think fam's like for me. Like I remember growing up, look listening to different HBC bands before I knew Cookman's band. Like fam was in my top five. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, but boy, 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 y'all almost just shouldn't have brought that program back because it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Cookman showed up, showed out on the field. Uh, well, hold it. Because there was almost a moment where <laughs> it was looking a little, a little Where? Clear. When? When? Slightly. Because yeah, they, they, was, they was missing some passes. No, I'm talking about the band. I'm oh, talking about... oh, oh, no, no, no. The band was fine. <laughs> Y'all's halftime performance. Whoo! In that one formation. Oh, the ending. Yeah. We, it was we, a great we, ending. Yeah, we put the, uh, you know, the, the peace sign up. No, y'all put the black power side. Up. Oh yeah, at first the black power, and then, and then the went piece. into the peace sign. Yes. You know, fuck them. The middle finger went up first, but it doesn't matter. It was a peace sign. <laughs> put up your peace sign. Put your index down. Um, while we on the classic though, the whole feel, the vibe of it, man. We we missed we missed a few homecomings since the last episode. Man. Um, well, you missed yours completely. I missed my homecoming completely. And I yeah. tell you what, I was pissed. Because, so, in 2009, TSU had, I think every Greek organization had a line that year. Mm-hmm. So, all of them had their 10-year this year. Oh, so that was lit. And those were the lines that was like, they're like TSU legends. On all those lines, oh, legends. No, dead ass. Like I, 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 almost everybody off of any of those lines are like doing some real big shit right now. Like if there's if there is somebody that you know from TSU, like in whatever their field is, like they was probably on one of them old nine lines. Don't get me wrong, there was people after the fact that are also doing great things because. Tennessee State University only breeds greatness. <laughs> okay. Yet still, however. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Homecoming was lit, and I missed 
every inch of it i was so pissed like i tried my best to stay off of instagram and stay away from stories like yeah, you gotta embrace it and it was so sad and everybody <laughs> was like where were you what 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 leave me alone okay i'm home and <laughs> 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 all years smooth this was it and was, i'm pissed i was i was the same way when i was in nashville it's not the same <laughs> Y'all homecoming ain't our homecoming. <laughs> Y'all homecoming ain't our homecoming. Whoa there. Okay. Whoa there. Whoa. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Whoa there. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you know, we, we, we But so in, in, since I missed mine, I tried to like turn up at Ryan's. And don't get me wrong. Whoa. Whoa was pretty great. Hey. Whoa was live. We didn't even make it to the wall white party. <laughs> we fell asleep. <laughs> oh my God. I was so, I, that was, what was that, like 80 passes? I mean, 80 dollars. I wasted. Ooh. Cause we had the open bar tickets. Ah, we were sweet. Yeah. I, I, heavy L's. Heavy L's. And it was one of them where you just you wake up, you be like, damn. And, and then we just and then we just got under the covers and it was over it was with. Too like. late, <laughs> and I wasn't even I wasn't even that upset about it. That's how I know I had a good time. Yeah. The day party was live. You had the big dog Dre Day spinning. The big dog. Uh, DJ Black Hayes was spinning. He was you good. Know what I'm saying? The silent um, party was cool. The silent party was yeah, silent party was long. I bust my ass, but it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> you did fall. I How sure did you do? How did that happen? It was a slippery spot on the floor, and I was vibing, and I went slip, and it was over. Mm. Yeah, enough about that though. Um, <laughs> the tailgate is what got my ass. Oh yeah! Shout out to DB Delta Beta. Um, the champagne shower was live. That's like a no, yearly no, tradition now. That's ghetto. I don't like it. Hey. <laughs> buy bottles just to spray it on people. That is some ratchet black shit right there. I didn't buy any bottles per se. You paid money <laughs> to get your bottle. I did. I thought it came with like when you got your. No, absolutely uh, not. That's had something that's completely separate from like the tug. Oh, stuff. excuse the hell out that's of me. That's like the brothers, the young brothers are just doing it. It's coming to older brothers. Well, too. But it was live. If y'all look on my they don't care. Twitter somewhere. We don't care. Follow me at chill underscore matic on Twitter. Care. Instagram chill underscore matic, then number two after that. Um but yeah, maybe we got some live stuff out there. Follow BCU underscore whoa on Twitter, Instagram. All what I really to want them. to happen, I want some of my TSU people to come mm-hmm. with me to Whoa next year. Because I feel like just having one person go to one place or one person go to the other, you always gonna have biased opinions. Well, it's there's nothing like your own homecoming, regardless, because of the people. Right. It it doesn't even matter what activities, for the most part, is going on because you're gonna enjoy stuff more when because you're, it's home. Yeah, you know that's why yeah. it's homecoming. Period. So yeah, I mean, cause I I mean, even I said like my pros and cons. Like certain, there are certain aspects of y'all's homecoming that I appreciate. Over our own homecoming, but uh-huh. there's still certain parts. I of mean, our home- some stuff that's that's yours, like you know. Yeah, because at the end of the day, need. don't nobody's pep rally shake like ours, and I put that on everything. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk about ours. Them uh, niggas made y'all pay to get in this year. That is some ghetto ass shit. Hey, I, I ain't. <laughs> no comment. It's fine. Complete the fifth. Anyways, in case y'all haven't noticed, I also wanted to bring up. I remember somebody told me once, "Oh my gosh, you cuss so much on your podcast." That's not changing in season two. <laughs> I digress. We're grown, man. If you don't, watch out, world. I'm grown now. I'm grown. 
Anyway, Ari Lennox versus Lizzo. <laughs> Y'all gotta get up off my girl Ari, man. Did you see where they uh where she put the Military thing the military. on the like, walker. That was hilarious. All right, she about to be in the military, y'all. So don't expect no music from her for about another four or five years. <laughs> I'm dead. Nah, she ain't going to work for So real. if y'all trying. haven't heard, Ari Lennox and Lizzo, it was the Soul Train Awards. Yeah. Ari Lennox was up for, I think, three different categories or whatever. Yeah, like and Best R&B and Soul was the main one. I yeah, think, that was the one that caused the her big riff. Yeah. So the thing is, of the three, she didn't win any of the three, but the one that she was actually really upset about was the Best R&B and Soul or Best Soul Album whatever of the year. Yeah. Because Lizzo won instead. Right. And so I don't think, I think people just, you know, one thing that I feel like our generation, we're all so afraid to show our emotions. That's why I think we always tell other people, get out their feelings. Because in order to recognize their feelings, we have to kind of get into our own to like empathize. And empathy is not something that we're great at. And so Ari Lennox like went off on this whole tangent because her whole thing was how to fuck like, she was the only person in that category that actually made a soul album. Yeah. Because Lizzo... I mean, most people was on Ari's side. Lizzo did not make a soul album. Lizzo made a pop album. Yeah, Lizzo is pop. And like, I don't... Uh, she won, like, a hip-hop award, as she would think. Uh, like, she's, like, one of the... They call it top hip-hop female album. Like, she's not a rapper, though. Like, she's not. I put Lizzo is pop. She's, a, she's pop, and she might, she might, you know, dabble in some R&B, dabble in some soul. But like she's pop. Yeah, she's she's more pop. And Ari is Ari was Ari so and and that's what Ari was like. You know, I made a whole album. Like, don't get me wrong, my girl was a little dramatic, but you know, she an artist and she's sensitive about her shit. And you know, coming from her perspective, I would feel the same way because I wouldn't even call it dramatic to be honest. Yeah, because you just that was a genuine reaction. Yeah, because think about it, like something that you work hard as fuck on. Y'all know y'all get mad when y'all do a little spreadsheet of work and your manager don't say that you did it. Like, so imagine how she give me my credit. Yeah. Imagine how she feels that she did this whole thing. And especially for the type of music she makes. Like she said, she makes music for us. So she made this album knowing, you know, she ain't finna get a Grammy or she's not going to get a, you know, yeah. an MTV Music Award. She's not going to get none of that shit. But at the very least, a BET Award or a Soul Train Award or something. Yeah. So I got her hurt. You know, you know, and she said she grew up watching it, and she like, you know, really loved the whole Soul Train Awards, and that was part of one of her dreams, you know, winning it or being there for the Soul Train Awards and all that. So that hurt extra when it was another artist that wasn't really doing what she was doing. Right, and so, so you know, I feel, I feel you, Ari. I stand by you, just like I stand by Summer Walker. You know, I think... Oh, Summer Walker. We can talk about her real quick. Man, so... I also think y'all need to get the fuck off of Summer Walker, too. So, the whole Summer Walker deal, you know, everybody talking about her and her meeting greets and shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that we are putting our frustration towards the wrong person. Because this isn't about whether or not Summer Walker is right or wrong, if she's faking or she's not. Whoever her management team is fucking sucks. Yeah. They, they they should do a better job at knowing their artists. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all, if, if this is how she act, and I really feel like Summer Walker has always been very, like, open about the fact that 
she has anxiety. She really don't like being around a bunch of people. Like that that's something I've kind of always known about her. So mm-hmm. the fact that at these and it also goes to because I've like listened to some of my other podcasts I listen to and they've talked about how like when you do meet and greets, people feel entitled to your space because yeah. like horrible decisions, for example, it's a podcast and they talk about a lot of sexual shit. And so they talked about how like when they be a meet and greets, women be trying to like kiss on their neck and grab on their titties, rub on their booty and all this other kind of stuff because people feel entitled to your space. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine that somebody who does have anxiety or, you know, feeling the way that she or especially social anxiety to a high standard. Imagine if you felt like that and there's people that be violating your space. Like, I would act that way, too. Yeah. That's the main reason why I can't be for real famous. Because somebody smacked me on my ass, I'm going to be punching them. And then, boom, Correct. there goes my whole career. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I mean, you can, you, can, you can flip that. I mean, I could. Me, too. <laughs> I mean, not even from that perspective. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really disagree. I, I don't care that much to like now i do think though so my question to you is do you think because she is famous is this something that she should have expected and prepared for Um, and is it fair for her to somebody somebody should have prepared her for people (laughs) you know i mean she she had to she had to know something if she's gonna get fans you have to know people gonna want to talk to you or want to do something so yeah she should have known and some type of preparation, yes. Even if the preparation is make sure there's a border there and nobody can pass it. Like you know what I mean? Like whatever that is, she should have, or the the management team or whatever should have like did a better job of that. Cause now, cause now this is coming out as a as a shock or like a oh I didn't I expect it. It could have been I expected it a little bit, but not this much or like. It, it just overwhelmed her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as her maybe faking or whatever like that, I'm not sure. One thing I did see, people were like, uh, I, I don't know if they're making jokes or serious, or they probably was both. But, like, she'll post a picture. Someone walk post a picture or something, and then somebody reposted Like, uh, since you're so shy, I don't want to see you posting nothing else. I'm like, that. You're not physically with her, like that's not that's not the same thing. Like, yeah, and I, and I also think that's that's a danger. People don't know exactly what social anxiety is. Yeah, social anxiety yeah. just means I can't be around large groups of people. Being around a lot of unknown people make me uncomfortable. When we see her in these pictures, a lot of times it's pictures in spaces and with people that she's comfortable around and comfortable with. Right. So I can still yeah, it's share. Not gonna be, yeah, it's not yeah. going to be anxiety in that situation. And especially because, hell, y'all talk about all the time how social media is making us not communicate with people and it's dangerous and all that shit. So, I mean, social media would be a perfect place for somebody with social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. But all in all, all we're going to say is stay up off these celebrities, y'all. Let yeah, them live uh, their life. They don't, they don't care nothing about y'all. Y'all really don't care. Y'all just talking. It's just something to be <laughs> mad about for the week. What's your move? Uh, uh, Tell me how you really feel. You mad, bro? Uh, you must be mad. Ain't nobody got time for that. How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? We lit! Can I be real with you? 11 11 smooth. 5, 4, 3, 2. So T.I. is back on his bullshit again, guys. Yep.
<laughs> That's how we start this? Yes. That's the mood? That is our mood. T.I.'s on bullshit. That's the mood. That's my mood. I don't know about you. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to agree with I me. can't... I mean, he said something... <sighs> no, like, first of all, it's your opinion. The red, the red table talk. Yeah, so... Um, well, no. We got to go before that. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so... So, T.I. hopped on the podcast... Some people don't keep up with. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Times. We gotta ex- we gotta, we gotta explain, explain it to them. To the I'm people. sorry. So we can they can catch let's, up. Let's, let's break it down. So, All right. Ti got on some podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but that part's irrelevant. So he got on a podcast, and on there they pretty much talked to him about parenting and parenting a child mm-hmm. in today's climate, and you know how to does, how, how does he talk to his oldest daughter about sex. And so he was like, you know, I do all that I can. And he went on to say that him and Deja take yearly checkups to the gynecologist. Okay. Uh There are certain key ringer words that he said that I'm going to make sure that I say. So he said they take yearly trips to the gynecologist. He said that, you know, every year on her birthday, you know, they're the party. Whoop de whoop. The next morning she wake up and it'll be a poster note on the door. Gynecologist at 930. So he said, you know, they would go into the room right. because he wanted to check to make sure her hymen was still intact. And the doctor tried to tell him, you do understand that your hymen can break for multiple different reasons. You know, if they play sports, if you ride bikes. And he was like, Deja don't do none of that, so we should be okay. And then, you know, the doctor also let him know about, like, consent that mm-hmm. he has to have. Deja's consent to talk about certain things in front of her father. And T.I. went on to tell, like, to say that he'd be like, all right, Deja, go on to sign this form, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is the conversation that he had. So, of course, in black Twitter fashion, black social media fashion, they dragged that man up Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. So I guess... Before we go on to his red table talk, just for that, as a father with a daughter, mm-hmm. how do you feel when it comes to a conversation regarding sex and her virginity? And- well, first, 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 um, taking her to the gynecologist, <laughs> let's start there, right? Okay. Um, I would go to the gynecologist with her um if you wasn't really around um well i mean i was still i would go both of y'all the first time the first and second time i might go but not to police her body it would be to make sure she understands what the doctors are doing what this gynecologist is actually for um Making sure they treating her good and not feeding her no BS or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Making sure her well-being is well-being. Gotcha. <laughs> like, that's, that's the first thing I'm, so I'm thinking about So you just want to go more for her safety, just so she Yeah, like, I mean, if I, if I took her to the doctor stuff. before then, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you take her to the doctor because she's getting checked out. You want to make sure she's checked out right. Yeah. That's, that's first things first. Because um, I think the whole virginity and... Sex conversation is is separate from just a normal gynecologist video. I mean, video. Yeah, visit. Uh, visit. <laughs> um, because 
you know, you take her the first time, if she's a virgin, then sex really has nothing to do with this bitch. It's just your reproductive and your health. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you're not worried about the the sexual risk because there is no risk yet. Um, of course, having that conversation of sex will prompt you to say, "All right, well, you need to really make sure you need to go get checked out." Blase, blase, blase. The whole hymen thing, though. I don't even think I would want to know unless it's something like irregular happening that's making her health bad. Like she's hurting. And, like you know and what I'm saying. The hymen has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, but like the hymen is literally pointless. Like there is to the point. Some women just don't have one. Like the hymen tearing is what causes people to, you know, when they pop your cherry, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Jump, that's what it is. Yeah, that's, I, I so knew like, that much. I even remember like me, my first time having sex, I didn't even like bleed like that. More than likely because I had been cheering for millions of years. So I'm pretty sure that thing got ripped somewhere <laughs> down the line. But mm-hmm. okay, I'm glad you're such a reasonable person. Makes me feel <laughs> very confident in the. I, I try to be. I try to be logical. I try to see things from a realistic point of view. Unfortunately, T. I did not do that because, oh Jada, 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 Jada. I have some qualms personally with the red table talk as well, but that's another episode for another day. You talking about with this specific episode or just in general? No, just the red table talk in general. Not today. Okay. Focusing on just this episode, you know, so Jada and Jada's mom were there for an episode of the Red Table Talk. Willow was missing. With T.I. Oh. and Tiny. And personally, I feel like Willow would have been... Willow, first she of all, probably would have carried the interview. She would have cussed his ass out, to be real, like in Will in a Willow way. Yeah. Like, I feel like Willow wouldn't have been... And that's probably why they didn't have her there. Because yeah. Willow was probably like... Nah, man. <laughs> like, she wouldn't have been on no, wow, it would have been none of that this yeah, episode. Yeah. Like, right, no, no. wrong, Should've nigga. Been like, uh, you know how she makes that face like she's just disgusted? Like, uh, well, uh, no. <laughs> that would have been her the whole time. So, if y'all, y'all have to, we're going to give you, we're giving you spoilers during this, okay? So, if you care about watching the Red Table Talk, what's the interview? Oh, go and watch it. <laughs> And then come back and listen. If you don't care, we're about to dissect it. Or give our opinions on it. I couldn't even comfortably make it through the 15 minutes. She really couldn't. (laughs) I tried my best. Like I was trying to like click the screen to pause. And I guess that was God's way of trying to tell me, Hey girl, you got to give this whole interview a chance. And no, that was Satan. Satan wanted me to hear the bullshit. That's what it was. <laughs> Either way, you Because I couldn't find the pause button. Yeah. I couldn't find the pause button. It was so bad. But T.I., like... He said a bunch of words. Like, true T.I. fashion. And, um... Like, every once in a while, he'll say something. He'll be like, oh, okay. And then he'll say something else. I'll be like, I mean, come on, bro. Like... <laughs> Yeah. T.I. to me is like the poster child of toxic masculinity. Yes. That, okay. that is it and that is all. I think T.I. is literally... Like, I can point out something that T.I. has done at some point in time that 
is like almost everything that's wrong within toxic masculinity and listening to this interview like y'all it literally made me itch like ugh, it was gross that's how i feel about it i am interested to see part two i am because they talk about they married and all that tiny yeah. But y'all, so. And Tani ain't talking a lot neither. Tani was on the table talk too. I don't. Yeah, I said Tani. Oh, okay, yeah. They, yeah, she. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't really, really say anything, to be because, honest. Because, hell, what was she, what was she gonna say? <laughs> what, what was there to say? You gotta realize Deja is not biologically her daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Deja's mom is a. Uh, can't remember who it is. But, De- but Deja's mom is still like highly involved, like. Okay. In her life too. But, you know, she's still considered, you know, Tiny still considers her, you know, they're still, they're a good mix of a family. Right. But, um, I think some of the main things that T.I. did, like, T, I don't even want to, T.I. just like, have y'all ever had somebody that did something wrong and you try to explain to them what they did wrong, what you did wrong, and they'd be like, yeah, I agree, you're right. But you gotta look at it from my side. Yeah, he he wasn't listening to really understand. Like he 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 was saying he was saying the right thing, it's quote unquote. But like the he he was like what what it, he just he just no. wasn't. Then he tried to flip it. That's the part that pissed me off because you know they're telling him because basically Jada tried to tell him that he has to understand that as a man. You know, that's a really sensitive topic. And T.I. did admit, he said that he felt sorry for saying what he said on, like, for the masses because it was his daughter's business. He doesn't yeah. see anything wrong with what he said. He's just he saw, sorry he that he told her. his daughter's business. Yeah. Because she was affected by it, he felt bad because I, you know, messed things up for you. But he still doesn't see the error of his ways. Yeah. And that to me is what makes T.I. T.I. don't never see wrong, nothing wrong with the, the fuck shit that he does. Mm-hmm. I feel like. And so the part about this that pissed me off was because Jada was trying to explain to him that you have to understand that as women, like there's certain things that you're just not going to understand. And we've and she told him, she was like, like, you know, for me and Will, we've always agreed that like, you know. As a father, it's your job to love her, but as her mother, it's my job to teach her. Right. And I think that for the general sense, in a in a perfect world, quote unquote, yeah, that that generally is kind of how things happen. Yeah, she and she was speaking specifically in that case about sex and the, that journey into sex and yeah. virginity and all that stuff. Right. Because um, because she was saying the woman, you know, well, I think this how should be in general, but. Jada was saying she she teaches them to understand what's going on and what's the the risk or um, what what does that really mean as far as giving up your virginity and yeah. like, you know what I'm saying the, the understanding you know the consequences your your thinking your thought your process yeah. yeah your thought process you know what's going on and all that yeah. stuff and I, I do think that's I think that's more important but than just. Um, just saying, don't have sex. Yeah, because I. But then what Ti did that came back. There were two major things that I felt like made this whole make him wrong. So the first thing he did, he tried to come back and flip it. And was like, so I guess my job is, what do you think I should be doing as a father? Because it sounds like to me, you just want us to donate sperm and 
that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to, yeah. Because he was like, because I like being an involved daddy. And it's like, so do you not think... And he also said he doesn't believe there's there's no such thing as being overprotective. Yeah. And my thing is, I'm like, so do you think there is no middle ground between I don't ever talk to you and I'm going in here checking your hymen? Like, you... Something gotta give. We gotta have a happy medium, like... And then you're not splurting it out to millions of people. That you thought it was okay. And that's how you know he really thought what he was doing was okay. Because nobody's gonna, like, admit to some shit that they kind of feel a little eh about, you know? Yeah, and one one other thing I think that kind of, like, um... That I, I, I definitely didn't agree with. He was like, uh, if, uh... My if my son got a girl pregnant, it wouldn't change what's going on in the house for nine months. For nine months, oh, like if my not the same as if my daughter got pregnant, and I'm like, well, it should. <laughs> like, yeah, and that again, because like, you got to make sure he's doing whatever he's supposed to be doing for that girl. Like you know, it, it, it there should be that conversation, and that should toxic be yeah, yeah. Like that's not like that they're different because they're you know female male but like as far as the responsibility that shouldn't really be different it should that's just a that's just what what you have to do that (laughs) you're putting on the certain gender or sex gender oh fuck i don't want to say the wrong sex sure (laughs) male or female the second thing that I did not like that T.I. said was, well, that's not the second thing. It's just the second point I'm going to bring out right now because the whole interview was wrong. But mm-hmm. he then also equated that if he, because then they asked him, so if you did go to the doctor and she wasn't a virgin anymore, then what? Like, how would that have changed things? And so then he went on to say that he feels oh, like yeah. once you have sex, your your childhood is gone. Your childhood, as you know, it is gone. You're now an adult. And so, since you want to make adult decisions, you got to, like, be financially responsible for a bill or it ain't no, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You got to figure out something. You need to have a plan. If you can make adult decisions. He financial part? He did. He did. Uh, he did. I, I remember him saying stuff about, like, you know, make sure you um, talk about, like, birth control and some other stuff like that he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, and he was like, but you got to have a plan. What you doing with your life? What you, you know, you need to have some financial responsibility or something. He was like, we need to be putting you on birth control. We need to be, and even in that statement, it's kind of like. <laughs> Controlling. Or, yeah. Or, uh, oh, he said that about control, too. Because mm-hmm. then he said that in order to lead something, you have to have a certain sense of control of it. Yeah. And I was kind of like. <sighs> Like the, but that's Ti's problem. Yeah, that, that the wording of that is, is not good. But no, because <laughs> he like, said, but that's what he said. He point blank said, but that's the thing. Everybody saying control like it's a bad thing, but in order to lead something, you got to have a certain amount of control to it. So he knew exactly what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Thesaurus Ti knew what he was saying. Like he ain't know what a patriarchy was though. A patriarchal. <laughs> of course he didn't, because that's against him. Why would he need to know that word? He say, yeah, and, I've heard I've heard that word before. Exactly. <laughs> Nigga, like, I just feel like out of all the words T.I. knows, you don't know what patriarch because patriarchy means. It's because or that is, word doesn't like, benefit him. So why know something if is, it doesn't benefit I, him? I do find that hard to believe. I used to I used to like man, I used to want T.I. to be like, you know. I thought he was gonna, you know, actually be doing something for people with like the last year or so at least. I, 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 maybe I've just been seeing it more the last year or so. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, man. Ti, Ti been he been kind of he kind of been slipping. Like even that um the revolt thing. Did we talk about? Yeah, I don't think we talked. Yeah, the revolt situation. Now on the interview, when he was talking to uh whatever that black lady is that be for Trump, like I don't know. He just he be making invalid statements. He just be talking. Now that's what it is. He just be talking. But even today, like you can tell, he didn't come on that because supposedly he said he came up there to clear the air. But you can clearly tell he did not come there for education. He didn't want to hear anything anybody had to say. All he was really there for was to really tell people. He tried to do the, you know, what I said, people just took it the wrong way. Like, he definitely tried to play the, it was just a joke, and y'all took it the wrong way. Yeah, he did say it was a joke at first, but he ain't really, like, go back to that. Because, you know, it wasn't really a joke. But that's how he tried to play it at the beginning. I'm pretty sure you knew exactly exactly what she was doing. He had to Then he tried to. He tried to call Will. Backpedal. He tried to call Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> like, Will, he was Will like, Smith. "Will, you not, you not coming?" And, and Will was like, like, "All right, nah. I'm gonna be out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out." He's he's watching. Will, Will came right. Yep. He he greeted him at the door. What's up, man? How y'all doing? All right, hey, y'all have a good red table talk. You <laughs> so, not understand? He said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not at all. Don't and then Jada, like Jada, was really trying to like formulate sentences to like help yeah, Ti. Yeah, Jada, like, Jada really wanted get to get out like, of hot water. Yeah, like come on, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, I'm giving. She was extending the olive yeah. branch, and that nigga was like, "Nah, I got it." <laughs> like he, she, that like, wasn't a branch. It was like a tree. She tried to get, but hey, just fucking grab on. Ti. She gave him a whole willow, and he didn't want. He didn't want it. Like, a whole willow. Uh, I, I wish. I wish Willow, Willow was very there. important to the conversation because, because I think that, that he age, needs to know. Right? Yeah, because of course, as as his daughter Deja may not truly say. Because the funny part about it is on social media, as people kept calling Ti out and telling what he was doing was wrong and da 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 da. Deja, even though she never commented, she was secretly liking people's comments, yeah, and all of them were basically saying that he was overbearing, he was doing the fucking most, and so. um Oh, I said at the beginning why, like, I said that I feel like T.I. is toxic masculinity. And I'm gonna, like, wrap that up here. Mm-hmm. So, I think that as a whole, we've discussed this, I think, when we talked about, uh, like, how our parents talked to us about sex or whatever last season. Yeah. But, um, it is so, 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 so important <laughs> That moving forward, like, y'all, this world that our kids are growing up with is not the same world that we had. So, them bullshit lies that we were... Well, not lies, but the the smokescreen that we were trying to... That our parents or our older generation tried to give us to keep our innocence. It's no more. So, it's either you give your kids the truth. Or somebody else will give them their version of the truth. Give us an example of smokescreen. So, I'm saying... So, like, with us, I feel like it was just more of a... I feel like with with our age group, people had shied away from the fact, like, sex is a thing. But they just tried to say, you know, oh, just save it until marriage. Like, that was yeah, kind of like... Yeah, that was like, no real... real conversations yeah because i think i think with our generation they tried to do a better job of like letting us know that hey you can get a sexually transmitted disease it's more like they would tell you these are the sexually transmitted diseases and boom that's it like they're not they're gonna give us real face value 
education mm-hmm. about it. So it was something that they started deeming semi-necessary, but they still tried to just give us that, you know, whatever. It was all, it was almost so consequences, like yeah, the worst it, thing ever. We had so scare like, test tactics. Yeah, more that's than what anything. it was. Scare it was tactics like, is what they tried with us. Um, but I feel like with this generation, work. like your your virginity is so much more than just what's between your legs i guess is where i'm trying to go with this i i do think that virginity is sacred and the way i'm gonna you know give this to my daughter y'all can play this for amari when the time comes like because the conversation i'm gonna have with her is gonna be more along the lines of and i think that this is what ti should have done more with deja let me explain to you, like, your virginity is sacred, but it doesn't make you a better person than somebody else who had sex. Oh, yeah. Because I do feel like before you experience a sexual encounter, people need to talk to you more about your mind that's going to change. Things in your body's going to change. There are certain things in your attitude that's going to change because at the end of the day, it's a transference of energy. Yeah. That's why it's really more important to who you give it to and who you spend that time with and that that is such a sacred thing. Yeah. That's what makes it important. It's not just... If you get an STD or you get pregnant. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can get pregnant. Because people... First of all, people by nature are rebellious. Like, don't look up you're going to look up. <laughs> That's the first thing you want to do is to do the thing they told you not to do. Yeah. Especially if you don't have real reason as to why. Or even if you did, like the STD scare thing or whatever. The odds after were... the Why not? After you do it the first time and you ain't get it, it's like, I'm okay, good. Cool. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, I, can just, I can just go again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not pregnant. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. Bet. Especially if it's the same person. Like, And then if you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it forbid the forbidden fruit is always tastier. Message. Oh, I need to put that on the shirt. Forbidden fruit. Yeah, you got to tweet that. The forbidden fruit's always tastier. Yeah, but you know, and I think that Ti is just looking at it as because I think somebody mentioned that too. That like you know, if Deja would have been out here and they found out that she was having sex with somebody, then it would have been, oh, Ti's daughter is out here having sex, and I feel like. That, too, is also, like, a danger because her body is hers. Her body belongs to her. Her body does not belong to T.I. or Tiny or her mama. I really wish I knew her mama's name. No disrespect, homegirl. I'm so sorry. And so it should be no reflection on anybody else if she decides to have sex. And it doesn't make her a loose girl. It don't make her a nasty girl. It doesn't make her nothing. Fast hell. Yeah, it doesn't make that anything with that, especially if... Her parents had done the right thing and the right job preparing her for what sex truly, what all comes with sex. It's beyond, even though STD is real, AIDS is real, having a baby is real, there are other things that also go along with it. And I feel like giving kids the whole picture, it makes it like not as appealing. Or if they do decide to do it, they go into it having a full picture of what's going on versus, you yeah, know. Yeah, so they know full consequences um, <clears throat> physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, and also, I, I feel like another important thing is um, consent. That's a big word. <laughs> that's a big thing going on always. I ain't going to say now, but you just hear it more now. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
making sure it's actually something you want it to do. Like you're yeah. in control of the situation. Right. Um, because don't let nobody manipulate you or, you know, whisper sweet nothings in your ear just to try to nah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because that's gonna fuck your head up. Yeah, because like, if that if that's not what you want, it's not gonna be And it is okay. If they don't like you, then fuck them. <laughs> like like Bernie Beck said, I did that. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Um, <laughs> oh, one big piece. It's very important to talk to your boys about it too. Because yeah, I think thing. that we need to instill in boys that it's also okay to be like, you know, you give them the same spill about it being an energy transference and, you know, all that kind of stuff with them. But it's also kind of like how T.I. had tried to say that, like, you know, if my if my son got somebody pregnant, it doesn't change for nine months. We need to change that mindset, too, because it right. should. Because he is now responsible also for this life. And so there should be something that your son is doing different to also prepare for. Because while it's not physical, while he's not going to be, he's yeah, not the yeah, one throwing okay. up. And he's not the one with swollen feet. And he's not the one that's not going to be able to see his toes randomly the next day when he wakes up, like... Mm-hmm. there are still things as a future father that he's going to need to get with. And I think that in order for us to breed a new generation of better people than where we are now, we have to get away from this bullshit that the way we talk to girls about sex should be different than the way we talk to boys about sex because yeah. the only difference should be the medical facts like <laughs> you have a penis this person has a vagina yeah, this like, is how your penis functions this is how your vagina right functions. yeah I said, like that's that's the only thing that should really be the mindset wise it, it should be the same and like uh i guess the shaming of of women just because they had sex or, and the shaming of men because they're not know. yeah that's the yeah. shaming of boys because they're not right yeah so like that all that like this shit is natural. It's just human nature. Like, take, you know, take religion and all that shit out of it. Uh, and that's another thing, too. So I feel like this should be a, a medical, uh, uh, a medical, common sense, morally sound type conversation. Because once you start getting into, like, extra beliefs and all that, you get all this extra judgment and all this extra, you know, yeah, you gonna go to hell if you do this. And I tell you what, those of us that go to church, we still they still do like <laughs> stereotypically. You know, you always hear about the, the preacher's kids being Watch the worst mouth. after. I'm, it's not you. Watch your mouth. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean I've seen it though. Like I've seen some like go from the most humble, holiest people to like the most like. Like you are really wilding. Like that is a false statement, actually. What? No, no. I've seen. I'm talking. No. I've seen people specific. No, I know. I have. But I'm telling you, if they turned out wild, that was there the whole time. Yeah. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. But their you don't parents see it. just tried to. I know, but that doesn't. That doesn't mean they changed. They were just finally able to be themselves. Okay. Well, I mean, well, yeah, but it's still a change in life. You know what I'm saying? Now right. within them, you're right, you're but right. you don't. People, we don't we don't see that. We see the humble, holy, oh church, sanctified, oh hallelujah. Woo. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we see them out there, you know, snorting lines, having orgies. 
And what's wrong with that? I didn't say that. What's wrong with it? But it's going to look like it's wilder because of that, that contrast. But but still, like, the church, is. my whole thing was a judgment. All right. Enough of that. T.I., <laughs> stop justifying bullshit. The end. All right. Well... That's the that well, is this wrapping up what the first episode? Yep, a season two. Okay. Thanks for rolling with us. As always, share this with eleven friends. We we want eleven more rates by the time our next episode drops. So make sure that you rate us and all that good stuff on Apple Podcast. Yep. So follow us at Team Ryoni. T E A M R Y O N N I. And that is on Instagram. Twitter, Twitter, and the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, this is Ronnie. And this is Ryan. We out.